My name is Michael Markarian and my family business is a packaging company that serves top brands all over the world. There's no debate that some packaging is harming nature and polluting our cities and something needs to change. My goal is to show you that sustainable options exist and how you can implement them right now. This is the Sustainable Packaging Show. You are listening to the Sustainable Packaging Show Season 1. Keep an eye out for Season 2 coming soon. Now with today's show. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Sustainable Packaging Show. My name is Mike Markarian, and thank you again for tuning in. Wow, what a day it's been. Usually I record this show in the mornings. It's a great way to kick the day off. It's a great way to... um, as someone who's producing content for my business, um, actually, it's I I consider this even more than just for our business. This isn't you know just for the business. It's uh, you know more of a personal mission. I've created content before where you're creating content for the sake of creating content. But the fun thing about this is there's something much deeper to this as far as purpose, life's purpose. How do we stop greenwashing? in packaging or at least part of life's purpose right it's hard to know what life's purpose is but um it's a great way to kick the day off but today the morning was just nuts and um so i'm getting to this later in the day actually the first time i think i've ever done this show after after the work day but i'm trying to stick to every day get this going get momentum building and this early stage of figuring out what what is this show really going to be all about Hope you're enjoying that process. I I know that comes at somewhat of a risk that it could be. It could be seen as just like, I need more clarity. I need to know more about what this show's about. Whereas you know, right now I'm sort of you know the mission. You know it's ending greenwashing and packaging. It's bringing sustainable packaging to the world right now. And my way of going about this, right or wrong or indifferent, but right or wrong is. You're coming along for the journey with me. We're going to figure this out together. I don't know all the answers, but you're going to listen back to these episodes and you're going to say, wow, that triggered a thought. And then I hope you guys are listening to this and you'll have other thoughts and I'll be able to bring guests on the show um, in the future. And more important than guests being on the show is me highlighting what people are doing. So you'll be able to say, hey, Mike, I, I saw that, what you said there. My business does this. And... I can bring attention to your business, right? Like, that's that's the goal. That's what we're looking to do. So hit me up if you're doing something cool, and then you'll say, wow, from the show, from from that, uh, you, you, you plugged my business, and, you know, a thousand people reached out to me. Maybe not a thousand. Ten people that really matter reached out. And I'm hoping this can sort of start a, an, av- an avalanche in a positive way. So today's show is an important one. As we get more into, um, you know, we talked about what is the contempo way or what's the, I almost want to call it the KISS method, right? Keep it simple, stupid. Keep it simple, whatever. Keep it super simple. I want to keep sustainable packaging simple, but I also realize that if you make it too simple, you greenwash. So it's... It's how do we make it as simple as it can be without oversimplifying it. And that's part of what I want to talk about today. So 
if you go into, and I know I did this in a previous episode, but I want to do it again as I'm sort of thinking about this. So what's the simplest possible way to to talk about all these topics without oversimplifying it to where you're really you're really not providing an environmentally uh, sound option. You're just greenwashing. So if you take a a product like Aveeno um, face wash, let's take Aveeno face wash. It comes in a plastic bottle, and let's say Aveeno came to us and said, "Contempo, make my bottles more sustainable. Make my bottles more sustainable." So at that point in time you already know that it's going to come in a bottle, right? Or would you be open to other forms? Would you be open to some kind of standing pouch, you know, like um, Capri Sun, those type of things? So you could, I mean, there's some ways where you're choosing the actual kind or type of packaging, but really you know it's a bottle, which I think is a great first step because it narrows it down. I think part of the first step, if we're trying to simplify this, really is knowing what packaging type you're, you want to sell in and I get that you could say well you know I'll go with the type that's the most sustainable but I think it's better to come and say I want a bottle how do you make bottles sustainable the other option is to come and say I want face wash how do you make face wash sustainable and we could say well you could put it in put it in a tin you could put it in this you could put it in that but you know there's two ways to go about it my current path which has changed a little bit, and I'm not sure one's right or wrong, is pick the packaging type that you want first, the kind of package. So you say, I want a bottle, right? It's in a bottle. I want to keep it in a bottle. The bottle is good for transporting the product. Consumers are used to it being in a bottle. I don't want to go to a pouch. I want it to be a bottle, but I want it to be more sustainable. So we get into um, the next question, which is going to be, do you have a certain path to sustainability, a certain ideology? in sustainability um, and what that means is like we talk about the five paths and I sort of define it as five paths of sustainability it's the ideology do you are you all about recycling are you someone who says I believe in recycling I don't think we're recycling well today but I believe in recycling I believe in the future of recycling I don't want to go away from recyclable plastics because if we do that then there's going to be nothing to make um, <clears throat> there's going to be no recycled content to make products out of and I believe in recycling but I I just wholeheartedly think we got to do it better, but fundamentally, I think it's a good thing. So if that's your mindset, we're going to go with a recyclable material. If you say, not only is recyclable important, but you know what? Beyond recyclable, my must is that it's made from recycled content. It's got to be made from at least partially recycled content, because I know that if things are just recyclable, that's only half the battle. I want to actually use up that material that has been recycled, so... I got to have post-consumer or post-industrial recycled content. Then you'd choose that path. If your path is, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm anti-plastic. I don't like plastic. I want to go with something totally renewable. Plastic comes from, excuse me, oil comes from the earth to make plastic, but it's finite. I want to go with something totally, totally renewable. Then that's your path. I want hemp. I want corn. I want something like that. Okay, so you're going to pick your path the last two are reusable, right? I want something reusable. And fifth is biodegradable additives uh, or degradable additives as we call it formally. Degradable additives that go into your plastics. And based on the cases, you're going to maybe decide that that is appropriate or not appropriate based on the application. I think certain times it is appropriate, certain times it's not appropriate.
So those are the five paths. So we talked about the type, or excuse me, the kind, the bottle. It's a bottle. And now the ideology. Right next was the ideology, and we said, we said, okay, which of the five? And let's say maybe you're impartial. You say, you know, I could go with this one, or I could go with this one, or you know, what do you, what do you think? And you can have a debate, and you can talk about it. But I hope packaging companies will provide this kind of education where when your customer says, I want something sustainable, you now have sort of a way to talk about it. What kind of packaging do you want? And what's the ideology? Which of the five in terms of ideology are you most interested? Next, so once you've picked the ideology, now you got to pick the substrate, right? you got to pick the actual material, the base material. And substrate, let me just make sure. When I learned packaging first, it was for the fashion industry. Contempo's roots are in the fashion business. So when I talk about substrate, I talk about the base material. We make, um, you know, jewelry cards or hair cards or, you know, boxes, display boxes, shoe boxes, and even hangers and things of that sort. So we had a, such a wide variety of products. But substrate, an underlying substance or layer, the surface or material on which an organism lives. Okay, that's not the one we're looking for. Let's uh, let's, let's try substrate packaging. Just want to make sure I'm giving you guys the right definition substrate in printing <clears throat> excuse me substrate is used in a converting process such as printing or coding to generally describe the base material onto which images will be printed base materials may include plastic release liner textiles plastic containers so the substrate it's appropriate what's the substrate that you want so within recyclable you have a certain number of substrates that are recyclable and again Let's be let's caution ourselves. We've learned this lesson, ladies and gentlemen, that the substrate you might say, okay, what's a recyclable substrate? Uh, polypropylene is recyclable, okay, but be careful because it's only we're talking about recycling in theory, or are we talking about can it go in the blue bin? Because we know that there's certain restrictions that can you could choose a recyclable material, polypropylene. But based on size and based on other factors we've discussed, it is not actually going to be recycled. It's going to get trashed if you put it in your blue bin. So we got to be careful about calling something a recyclable material because, frankly, maybe it's recyclable in a lot of circumstances, but not based on how you execute it. Does that make sense? Well, I sure hope it does because... Um, that was a that was an interesting point. See, we're not doing bad for late in the day. I was, I was afraid maybe uh, maybe I'd be stumbling and dragging, but I think this is uh, coming out fairly good. So I hope you're enjoying it. That's why I'm doing it. I hope you're enjoying it and learning something. So what is the substrate? So you got recyclable. If it's post-consumer recycled, you say to your packaging company, what raw materials do you have that are post-consumer or post-industrial recycled, just post um just recycled content unless you want to really specify I want it to come from consumers post consumer meaning it went from consumer to be recycled versus post industrials in a business environment both are recycled the consumer side is more I think it's a little more appealing frankly but it's harder to get it's more expensive um, as a general rule so uh, but mostly harder to get harder to get your hands on but it is there so you pick the substrate is next. So you say, what do you have that's post-consumer recycled that could work in a bottle? What substrates do you have? And you say, we got this grade of plastic, we got this grade of plastic, we got this grade of plastic, okay? 
they're going to give you the different options that they have. I'm talking plastic here. They could say if they could do it out of tin, they could make a bottle out of tin. They could say that's recyclable as well. So they could give you some sort of what are the substrates that are available within that material. And then last but not least, so you pick your you picked your kind. It is a bottle. And you picked your ideology. Let's say your ideology was let's say your ideology was you want renewable packaging. You want something that's, you know, compostable or actually Yeah, let's go with that actually. Okay? Actually, 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 all right. It's late in the day. Give me a break, all right? So uh we're say let's say it's you're going with the renewable path. So bottle renewable substrate let's say you say you know what i want to make this thing out of and let's say you choose we have a number of biopolymers at, at contempo so let's say you choose one of our biopolymers called sea green so you say i want to make a bottle i want it to be um compostable you say what materials do you have i want it to be made out of sea green and there's a number of materials but out of in the compostable category sea green is one of our products the last question I would ask is, what is the sustainability story? What is the sustainability story? So in my mind, this is my opinion. I don't know if everyone shares it. I sure as hell know everyone doesn't share it, but I don't know how many people will share this. But I believe it's the responsibility of the business to clearly communicate not only why the packaging is sustainable, but what should be done with the packaging. So I'm calling that the story. And I'm calling it the story because it's it's the story behind the package. It's the story. It's like the, the, the I think it's an appropriate word. What do you do with the packaging when you're going to dispose of it? So what is the story? Because I think so much of sustainable packaging, what happens is it happens sort of, frankly, it happens at Contempo headquarters. A client comes in, they want sustainable packaging. We talk about it. We brainstorm the pros and cons. But then the consumer is kind of left out of the loop. They're sort of just receiving the package and maybe they know it is something different about it. Maybe they don't. So I want to be really clear on what is the story. And it's got to be a genuine story. It's got to be one that is not greenwashing. And I want to talk about that. I want to understand, you know, how do I, how do we communicate? Let's say you take sea green and the bottle is made out of sea green. It's a, it's a bottle, it's compostable, it's made out of sea green. How do I tell that story? What is the story and how do I tell it to the consumer so that con the consumer, like, you know, the business and the packaging company are working together to make this thing happen and it's months and months and months of development and prototype and, and everyone there knows what's going on, but we got to make sure the consumer's in the loop. So that's why I say the story is the last thing that I want packaging companies and businesses to proactively be discussing. All right, so you got the kind, you got the ideology, you've got the substrate, and you've got the story. And ladies and gentlemen, that spells K-I-S-S. -S. Keep it simple, Sam, right? Because we don't call each other stupid on the Sustainable Packaging Show. Keep it simple, Sam. Whoever you are, Sam, keep it simple. So that's this ideology, or that's this method of thinking about things. We'll call it the KISS method for now. And I want you to keep it simple, but use enough detail. And I think if you cover those, um, if you cover those, you're off to a good start. I think after you do those, you um, you might want to you actually not might want to check. You want to just look at one more element, which is performance. You want to make sure that the 
you know, product performs well, that it adequately has the right barrier properties, that it doesn't, uh, that there's compatibility, that the face wash doesn't um, react adversely to the, um, to the sea green in this case. So there's like, a, it's um, food contact, FDA food contact testing. So there's more to it, but like, I feel like when you start to un go through all those layers, then it just becomes this like, ridiculously large project which it can be it can become i mean you're, you're trying to do something big you're trying to we're trying to solve one of the world's major problems there's some complexity to it so you can't oversimplify but i think if you start with this basic framework when you say i have a product i want to make it more sustainable where do i start if you go with the kiss method you say what kind of packaging well i want to generally keep it as a bottle okay what's your ideology what does sustainable mean to you one two three four five here are the five options what do you think and then once they pick with the five options, say in those five options, here's what our company has available. And this, you know, as a packaging company, you could adopt this. Here's what we have our hands on. Here's who we have relationships with. This is what we can do. And if you want to, you know, partner with us, we've got, I think, one of the most or the most um, material options available within sustainability. We've, we've got great relationships. Um, if you have a sustainable material that you want to get into the Contempo ecosystem, Email me personally, MikeM at ContempoPackaging.com. I would love to talk to you about what you're doing and get it into our ecosystem. We only use the best. We partner with the best. If you have something, and, and best is defined as there's supply chain, right? You've got some adequate supply that you can handle some nice volumes of packaging or solid volumes. I'm not talking millions or tens of millions, but you can't only be able to produce 10,000 units a month. Like you got to be able to do some volume because we want to, to have an impact in sustainable packaging, you got to work with big brands. Otherwise, if it's just little niche brands and these other huge brands are doing most of the polluting because not, not, nothing against them. They're dominating the markets. They've got the distribution. So we have to do sustainability with the big brands to make a big impact. So you're going to have supply and it's going to be a genuine story. It's going to be a genuine sustainability story. And if you have that I think you're great. That's my definition of greatness. You know, you're doing so it doesn't have to be the same thing as everyone else. You've got a novel angle, you've got a great product, a great uh, and a good sustainability story that's genuine, that's novel, that's honest. Then come to us, come to Contempo. Let us um, frankly help help you sell your product. So um, let's leave it there. I hope this was a good episode. Think about the Kiss method, the Kiss method, and then you know the sustainability story too. Guys, it's been a long day. It's been a long day. Um, so um, you've got your K-I-S-S. -S. I hope this was valuable. I hope you've enjoyed it. I actually got my headphones on, and that sort of threw me off. The theme song started playing because I'm going a little, you know, over on this episode length. It's only actually 18 minutes, but... Uh, okay, let's hope I didn't just mess this whole beautiful episode with and um i hope you guys enjoyed it so the kiss method remember it the kind the ideology the substrate and the story realize there's other factors such as performance such as compatibility that need to be considered but at a high level if you hit those kiss your packaging company should be able to fill the rest of the holes okay thank you very much for listening Take good care and talk to you tomorrow.
If you're looking for sustainable packaging that's actually good for the planet, we have sustainable options for just about every packaging product. Email MikeM at ContempoPackaging.com. Let's talk. Have a phenomenal day.